are listening to The Hidden Life of Toxins, the podcast that does toxin-free living research for you. My name is Christina Vine, and my mission is to help you become an empowered consumer who knows exactly how to avoid day-to-day toxins without hours of research and hundreds of Google searches. In this episode, I answer the question, is BPA-free plastic actually better? BPA-free food containers, water bottles, baby bottles. Do you use them? Do you believe them to be safe? Hate to break it to you, but you got tricked. You and me both. I still have a couple of fancy BPA-free food containers I don't use. Today, I'm going to explain how BPA-free plastics can be as bad or even worse than plastics that contain BPA. Let's dive in. So, on the one hand, plastics played a huge role in making stuff more affordable and convenient. On the other hand, however, they put our health at risk. An industrial chemical called bisphenol A, also known as BPA, has been used for over 50 years now to produce strong and resilient plastics. Around 70% of all BPA is used to make a type of plastic called polycarbonate. Food containers and water bottles are often made from this type of plastic. 25% of all BPA is used in the manufacture of certain resins to coat the inside of metal products, such as food cans, jar lids, bottle tops, and water pipes. The remaining 5% of all BPA is used as, one, a major component of several high-performance plastics, two, as a minor additive in PVC, polyurethane, and thermal paper, and three, as an antioxidant in brake fluids. And if you're like, whoa, what? Plastic is not the only source of BPA exposure? Well, the primary source of exposure is actually via canned food. As you already know, BPA resins are used to line the inside of food cans. It is done to prevent acidic foods from corroding the metal. We are also exposed to BPA through plastic food containers and water bottles, through clothing, dust, and handling thermal paper receipts. And heads up, some dental composites and sealants may contain BPA too. A little-known fact is that BPA was initially considered for use as a synthetic estrogen, but the pharmaceutical industry went with another similar compound instead, and BPA started being used in plastic production. It is hilarious in a tragic sort of way that the industry knew about BPA's ability to effect hormones and still thought it was a good idea to use it to produce baby bottles, water bottles, and food containers. These days, we know for sure that BPA leaches into foods and drinks, cozies up in our bodies, and contributes to dozens of health problems. The data is shocking. Almost 10 years ago, the CDC conducted a study and found detectable levels of BPA in 93% of Americans. A more recent study was done in Canada in 2019 
and researchers found BPA in 9 out of 10 Canadians. This is crazy. And there's been tons of research done on BPA, linking it with heart disease, breast cancer, prostate cancer, diabetes, brain issues, thyroid issues, fertility issues, and birth defects. Not to mention asthma, ADHD, anxiety, depression, and hyperactivity in children. Just to name a few. BPA is a known endocrine disruptor. It mimics the hormone estrogen in the body. This means that BPA binds to estrogen receptors instead of estrogen and therefore interferes with the proper functioning of our bodies. And estrogen regulates the reproductive system, brain function, bone density, and cholesterol levels. And it also controls inflammation in the body. So you can see how important it is that nothing interferes with estrogen function. BPA can also bind to thyroid hormone receptors and interfere with thyroid function as well. All right, enough with the studies. I'm sure you got the idea. BPA, bad. It is linked to many health conditions, and unfortunately, humans are widely exposed to BPA and, as we can see, tend to accumulate it in their bodies. As a result of all this research, BPA started to get a poor reputation, and the industry was forced to do something about it. In 2010, Canada became the first country to ban BPA in baby bottles and sippy cups. The U.S. did the same thing two years later. And France went a couple of steps further and in 2015 banned the use of BPA in all food containers. These bans, as well as significant amounts of consumer pressure, made companies start taking BPA out of their products. They started using alternative chemicals to manufacture their plastic products and proudly labeling them BPA-free. In the U.S., there are no laws that require plastic products, with the exception of baby bottles and sippy cups, to be free from BPA. And there is no testing done to hold brands accountable and make sure that the products labeled as BPA-free indeed do not contain any BPA. As a side note, it is always funny when I see glass products with BPA-free stickers on them because glass has never contained any BPA. So in the case of glass, BPA-free claims are just not so clever marketing. When it comes to plastics, though, the question is, is BPA-free actually better? So many companies are selling BPA-free products. You'd think that BPA-free is safe right? Wrong. BPA-free labels give people a false sense of security about products. Here's why. BPA belongs to a class of chemicals called bisphenols and is without doubt the most well-studied bisphenol. There are, however, dozens of other bisphenols which are all now used in consumer products in place of BPA. The problem is that these alternatives can be as bad, or even worse than, BPA. In fact, research shows that BPS and BPF, two popular chemicals used instead of BPA, are, quote, as hormonally active as BPA and have endocrine-disrupting effects, end quote. 
And it shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone, really, because all bisphenols share the same basic chemical structure. It only makes sense that they have the same effect on our bodies. And as more research is done on these new bisphenols, we are learning that they are actually worse. Here's a quote from a 2020 research on BPS, a widely used BPA alternative. Quote, Exposure to the BPA replacement, known as bisphenol S, is likely more toxic and seems to cause more pathologies in the reproductive system than the original BPA or any of the other BPA analogs. End quote. The authors of this study came to a conclusion that BPS should be put under the same legal restrictions as BPA. And here's a fun fact for you. BPA is produced by the condensation of phenol and acetone. So the A in the BPA stands for acetone. BPF and BPS, two popular BPA alternatives, are produced in a similar way, but acetone is replaced by formaldehyde in BPF and sulfur trioxide in BPS, both highly toxic substances. Now, let's go back to the beginning of this episode, where we talked about the sources of BPA exposure. The two main ones are via food, ants are using plastic food containers and water bottles. You might be thinking, all right, I can avoid the latter, but what do I do about packaged and canned foods? Well, plastic food packaging is usually made from a less durable type of plastic that doesn't contain any bisphenols. It doesn't make it safe, though. I'm sure you know that there are many other issues with plastics. Canned foods are a major source of BPA exposure. And the sad part is that even the best companies only go as far as using BPA-free coatings, which, as you now know, are not really better. So my advice here is simple. Avoid canned foods as much as possible. I know this is not what you want to hear, I know you're busy and canned foods are convenient, but it is what it is. Here's how you can do it. 1. Choose foods in glass jars when possible. While the coating on the inside of metal lids can contain BPA as well, the amount of BPA you're getting is significantly smaller, so glass jars are a good option. 2. Buy fresh or frozen instead of canned. And 3. Cook your beans from scratch. This is what I do, and if sometimes I need to buy some coconut cream in a BPA-free can, so be it. Choose your battles, is what I'm saying. By the way, aluminum soda cans are lined with BPA resins too, in case you needed another reason to give up soda for good. Now, if you are in the US or Canada, I have very good news for you. You don't need to give up canned foods. A brand called Eden Foods uses a polymer-based coating system that is free from all bisphenols and also phthalate-free. I haven't been able to find any significant research on the safety of this type of coating when used for lining metal food cans, but it definitely seems much safer than bisphenol-based coatings. I talked to Eden Foods about this and they said, quote, we are confident it is the best can lining on the market. Personally, I believe it is the best option we currently have. 
if you are in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, or any other place in the world, I feel your pain. I am in Europe and I haven't found a brand like Eden Foods here. But I have hope. I email brands that are sold here and ask them about the coatings they use. I encourage you to do the same. There might be other brands out there that use safer can linings. To sum up, BPA-free is not better. The alternatives are just as harmful, simply less studied. BPS, BPF, and others are the next BPA. These will be recognized as toxic at some point in the future. Until then, don't buy into the BPA-free hype, avoid plastic food containers and bottles, and be mindful of your canned foods consumption. If you're about ready to throw out all your plastic food containers and bottles, but don't know what to replace them with, join us over in the free Hidden Life of Toxins Facebook group for specific, up-to-date product recommendations. The link to join us is in the show notes. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.